When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We get your feedback and even more importantly, your support. The media landscape is forever changing. And as it does, we need to be able to change with it. That's why it's important for you right now to go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Once on YouTube, just search for JV Johnson. You'll find it there. Subscribe. It's all free and it'll make you part of our global community. In addition, Beyond Reality Radio is available as a podcast. Go to your favorite podcast platform and search for Beyond Reality Radio and subscribe there as well. And finally, we have an archive program that you may enjoy as well. This show can be found on major podcast platforms, and it's called Beyond Reality Paranormal. By supporting us in one or all of those places, you can be sure we'll be able to continue to deliver quality shows to you no matter what form the media landscape takes. As a paranormal historian, I promise you the best and most entertaining conversations as we continue to hunt for the truth. Our guest tonight is Erica Marks. Erica is an intuitive medium, and we're going to be uh, talking with folks, helping them connect with loved ones who have crossed over in spirit tonight. Erica, welcome to Beyond Reality Radio. This is your first time on the program, isn't it? It is. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to talk to you. Well, it's great to have you here tonight. Your website, by the way, is ericathemedium.com. Let's talk a little bit about the history of this for you. When did you first recognize you had these sensitivities? Um, So actually, um, I started with mediumship about like four or five years ago, and it was after the passing of my stepsister that I went to a medium for the first time, and she kind of was like, hey, you can do this. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> but then I started to um, I started to take classes, and then I started to realize, like, wow, this has been there my whole life. And then I really started to remember the things that were happening as a small child, like, um I remember being like six or seven years old and seeing like the shadow figures in the evening times, you know, mm-hmm. and now I yep. know those are like earthbound spirits. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, but for me, actually, through my through my life, I also had like really, um, really visual dreams. And I realized later that was my clairvoyance. <clears throat> and that was actually how spirit was talking to me was through my dreams. So uh, you had to, you had an event in your life, which, by the way, I'm sorry uh, for your loss, uh, but it but it oh, made you start you. to look at things a little bit differently. And what you're saying is then you were able to reflect on your childhood and recognize there were things happening then that you couldn't explain, but then now start to make sense. Exactly, exactly. Um, so the other thing is, too, is I can recall um, when I was around like 19 or 20 years old, I actually was seeing the shadow figures big time and I was hearing voices that weren't necessarily like the, uh, you know, loved one voices. (laughs) It was kind of creepy. And um, so I actually went to a therapist and the therapist was like, I I told her, I was like, look, you're going to have to like basically give me some Xanax or something like really, because I'm hearing voices and just tell me that I'm crazy basically. And she looked at me and she was like, actually, um, you're very sensitive. (laughs) And you just need to put a cross above your bed and surround yourself in a white ball of light and tell it to go away. And, 
you know, honestly, I did that. And it was like three days later, I started to kind of come out of it. And it kind of suppressed for a bit until until the passing of my stepsister. Did you say that you, you went to a therapist and your therapist told you to do this? Yeah, she did. And it was and your I therapist like, a, a medium or a psychic in some way? Most therapists aren't. In fact, they, they tend to kind of go the opposite way and close off uh, those ideas and those sensitivities. Was yours a, a particularly unique one in the sense that that therapist... The holistic? Well, yeah, or, yeah, I guess maybe that would be it. Is that is that how, how, how it was? Actually, no. She... I'm telling you, it was just, like, really bizarre looking back now, like, just how everything kind of yeah. lined up. But, yeah, she wasn't holistic or... Um, I'm, I'm serious when I say I looked at her and I was like, wow. Yeah. I was expecting you to tell me I was nuts. <laughs> well, it's just not the type of thing you expect to hear from, um, you know, what we would consider to be, and in her case, I guess, I guess a medical or at least a mental health professional. Um, you tend to yeah. think they take the more scientific approach and wouldn't look at the spirituality. But what were these voices saying and doing that had you concerned? Um. Okay, so I was actually, like, I remember looking at the edge of my bed, and I just saw the shadow figures walking back and forth, and this one particular voice kept saying to me, like, it was just a really creepy voice, and it kept on saying, like, get up, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> get out? <laughs> get up, get up. Yeah, it just kept telling me, like, get up, get up, over and over again. Was and this in your house? Yes, yes, and it was, like, really mm. bizarre because, you know, and I wasn't sleeping, so now looking back at that, um, like even from a shamanic perspective, not just from a mediumship perspective, um, sh- just backstory, shamans are um, believe that mental illness is connected to heavy energy. So heavy energy, um, so, so anyways, um, I feel like because of, <clears throat> because of me not sleeping, because of the heavy energy that was around me, it was all like creating this like snowball effect but i feel like i was meant to experience it in that way i was meant to experience that kind of paranoia and that you know that scaredness because i actually feel like i help people now who experience the same thing and don't realize that it's it's really connected to this heavy energy that's around them so you say you see the shadow people um you know these shadow figures how often is that happening so (laughs) So those are actually earthbound spirits, which right. I know now. Um, when I see, when I speak to crossover spirits, like speak to the to people's loved ones that have crossed over, they aren't necessarily the shadow figures because they vibrate at a much higher vibration. Mm-hmm. So like they're resonating at like over like a nine, you know, like a nine thousand, you know, like over nine hundred vibration. Um, an earthbound spirit is simply a spirit who. <clears throat> who has not crossed over and crossing over is, is a choice. That's what I believe is that crossing over is a choice. So they remain at this physical vibration, which is our vibration. So to us, they, they essentially kind of drain us. So those are the ones that I see that are like, okay, those are like the shadow figures and I'll feel really tired. I'll feel very grumpy. If I know that I got earth sounds around me. <laughs> you, um, use the phrase crossing over and we use it all the time here, but I'm never quite sure what the crossing over is when you use the phrase crossing over. And particularly when you use it in the, in, in the reference you did saying that it was a choice, were they crossing from and to? Oh my gosh. Okay. That's a perfect question. So 
crossing over, um, basically they're crossing over into the the spirit realm. So I believe that we come from the spirit realm, and I feel like we go back to the spirit realm whenever we pass. Um, and I feel like that's why we're able to talk to spirits because like speak, you speak with spirit through your clairs, like through your clair senses. Um, so like your clair cognizance, that just knowing, feeling your clair audience, that just hearing, um, your clairvoyance, the visual. Um, so I feel like we all have that ability. I feel like we all can speak with spirit. And I feel like that's because we come from there and we go back to there. So if we're talking about crossing over to a spirit realm, where are we if we haven't crossed over? Are we earthbound? Exactly. I see. I see. Um, let's talk about your dreams for a little bit, because you mentioned you you were having uh, some vivid dreaming. And, and this is a, lo- a lot of that was happening when you were younger, before you recognized or allowed these uh, sensitivities to really awaken in you, what were the kind of dreams were you having? Were you having loved ones visit you? Yes. Um, I had an, an uncle that actually passed before I was born. I'm named after him. And it's, it's kind of it's kind of insane, too, because my daughter actually shares the same birth date as him, which is even cooler, because right. you'll actually see that a lot of times in families. Um, but my uncle was visiting me. And I was maybe like six or seven years old, and my grandfather, I was talking to my grandfather, and that was his son. And I was like, I remember seeing um, the Beatles, like the, this album cover of the Beatles, and pointing to it and saying, like, Pop Pop, I saw him in my dream. <laughs> and he's like, No way, no way. And I'm like, No, no, no. Um, but he didn't look just like him, but he said he was my uncle, my uncle Ricky. And my grandfather was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> And I also had um, I also had a brother that passed uh, from SIDS, and I was like maybe three years old, and my brother was I, I want to say he was like maybe two or three months old, and I kept having this like reoccurring dream that like the whole day, the whole day from like the ambulance coming and the funeral, and you know I'm three years old, so it's very possible that I'm you know just remembering things that are like repressed in my dreams. Sure, but, yeah. But as I got older. I saw him like grow in the dreams, <laughs> so, you know, and then I was getting messages, um, you know, from my brother who had passed. So, and now I look back and I'm like, wow, that I was doing this all along. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you believe that children have a, a bit of a um, heightened sensitivity in these terms that uh, many are kind of taught to turn it off? As they Absolutely. get older. And, and it's not even just that they're taught to turn it off. I think that, so to go back to what we were saying earlier, is that, so again, going with this belief system that where we come from, we go back to, right? So we're communicating with these clairs. And I feel like um, that's why a lot of times children, up until the age of six years old, a lot of times they'll be very visual or you know, you always hear someone saying, like, I think the baby's staring at my, my deceased father or something like that. And I think it's because as we naturally are trying to adapt to this physical environment, we are actually numbing those senses. <clears throat> now, I do think that some people are naturally better at it than others. That's the way I can kind of put it. Or maybe not better, but maybe more clairvoyant or more claircognizant or more clairaudient. And I think that if you 
compare it to like uh, how someone is with like math or with art or with English. You know, everybody is very unique and individual, but we still have those capabilities um, for the most part or in our own way. And I find so, that, yeah, and I find that uh, there's a certain innocence in children that allow them to be open to these things far more than adults do. And uh, even, even teenagers at some point, again, whether it's a physical change, uh, an emotional change, or it's an, it's a learned behavior to, to turn it off somewhere along the way, most kids uh, will um, change their perspective on all of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the other thing I, I want to mention too is since we're talking about kids is, I also feel like there is um, kind of like a mass awakening that's been happening. And I know this is going to be like my tinfoil hat statement of the day. (laughs) (laughs) We get a lot of those on this program. It's fine. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) So I'm in good company then. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But I feel like there was a mass awakening um, that began around 2012. Um, I also feel like there is a big connection between this awakening and children who are uh, these diagnoses of autism spectrum and these, these sensory disorders. I think there's a big connection between these things. So what I mean is, um, so to go along with the same thought process of these children who are coming and, and they're trying to kind of numb themselves to adapt to this environment, I feel like part of the awakening is that these veils so have you ever heard of, like, the veil, like, the, the veil between this world and that world? Sure, of course, yeah. So I feel like part of the awakening is that the veil is thinner, and I feel like that's you think why... You think the veil is thinner in general for everybody, is that what you're saying? In general for Just... everybody, but I think that these children that are being born on the autism spectrum, my daughter's mm. on the autism spectrum, so... I've done a lot of kind of like soul searching with this. Erica, we've been talking about a lot of things, trying to get a sense of, you know, how this all got started for you. Did it, yes, ever, did it ever scare you at any point in your life? Did it ever like, I mean, some, some uh, folks with mediumship abilities or sensitivities um, can't turn it off. And therefore it becomes uh, um, not just a major part of the life, but it actually becomes an obstacle to living normally at times. Uh, how does it work for you? Okay, I get that question all the time. <laughs> okay, so I, the big key word with this is boundaries. Like, I always explain it. I actually teach mediumship, and um, I explain it as your physical, so your house, right? So you're not going to just leave your door open all the time, right, and let anybody or anything just walk in your house at any given time. So I treat my org field the same way. So I imagine that basically I, I set the boundary with spirit and I set it forevermore. I just say, listen, if it's of like a extreme importance or, um, you know, if it's like really, really pressing, then that's fine. Um, it's fine to come forward and they work. I work with spirit guides whenever I do this. So my spirit guides are the ones that are kind of like my, my bouncers in a way. <laughs> so, so I, I basically just tell them like, look, when I say I'm on, then I'm on. Then, then you know, for anybody who's in front of me, for anybody that I'm doing a reading for, um, you know, please bring forward the spirits that are crossed over, that are connected to them. Um, if I'm going to a house or doing a house clearing, then, you know, and there's earthbound or there is, you know, um, more heavier energies is like what, what I like to call them. <laughs> um, 
you know, that I'm tuning into that specifically. So for people that are struggling with this exact thing, um, it's boundaries. Start working with your spirit guide, work with your protector guides, and, and set that boundary and say, like, you know what, if I'm not on, I don't want to deal with that. I think it's also really important to kind of um, what a lot of mediums call sitting in your power, which is just a way of basically saying to how to learn how to recognize what is your energy and really feel what your energy feels like and what is the spirit's energy, what is your, your husband's energy, what is your you know, child's energy, what is um, an earthbound energy. So if you can recognize that, you can learn how to kind of push it out and shut it down. When we talk about um, folks that have passed on and, and, and communicating with them, can anybody, anyone that has passed on make this communication? Can you reach anybody, and maybe not just you, but anybody who um, attempts or has medium abilities, can they reach anybody that's passed on, or, 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 is, or is there a time limit? How does that work? Oh, I like that question. Okay, so so are you asking, like, can I go and, and dial up Prince? <laughs> or, 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 or Abraham Lincoln, who's, you know, who's yes, obviously deceased. Who actually was big into mediumship. Did you know that? I his did, wife is really big I did know. It. I did know Mary. Yeah, I did know his wife was uh, very, very interested in that. She lost her son and her husband in a very short period of time. Yeah, and I, I think that she made big, uh, big waves in, like, trans mediumship, actually, which is a different form of mediumship, which is... Trans mediumship is, uh, there's different levels of, of, I guess you can call it levels of control, um, but, but really what it is is just how, how much you allow them to kind of take over. Um, because, again, you are in control, especially with spirit. Okay, so um, can you kind of essentially talk to anybody? Yes and no. Um, I feel like you can talk to what are called like ascended masters, so... That is, uh, those are different spirit guides that kind of are spirit guides for anybody. These are like people like Jesus or Mother Mary and, um, you, you know, St. Saint, Saint Michael, Archangel Michael. Um, so, yeah, you can contact them at any given time. You have that, you have that ability, you have that capability, anybody does. Now, think about it like, like this, too. If I just want to um, just contact, uh, I don't know, <laughs> let me think, uh, Marilyn Manson, because he's passed. <laughs> if I want to go and connect to Marilyn Manson, <laughs> or, um, should I do that? No. In my opinion, I'm also about, uh, like, ethics with this as well. Yeah. So I think that's where it gets a little sticky. Can you? Sure. Should you? No. <laughs> I, me, I kind of treat it with respect, you know. It's well, that, like, that's that's noble of you. I don't know that everybody does that, um, but you know, it's good okay. that it's good that you do have that uh, that moral compass. Tell me more about your spirit guides. Uh, who, who are they, and does everybody have spirit guides? Yes, everybody has. Um, everybody has a main guide and a protector guide. Now, I also have so a main guide. I believe is assigned to you before you come here. They help you with your soul contract. They help. Um, that's that little voice sometimes in your head that's telling you, you know, hey, you know, get your get your butt on the right course, basically, because you're, you're slipping. <laughs> you right, know, right. Um, your protector guide, actually, anybody, anybody has this as well. And the way that you can tell 
if you're if you're sensitive to energies, is your protector guide tends to come at your back for a lot of people. So you'll feel this slight vibrational pressure at your shoulders if you ask for your protector guide to step forward. And there's different practices that you can do to kind of work with it yourself. Um, I also have what's called a specialty guide. Now, a specialty guide can come and go. And specialty guides, like for me specifically, I have one for psychic and mediumship. I also have a shamanic healer specialty guide that has not been with me my whole life, but works with me whenever I do those different metaphysical modalities. We have to uh, go to break here in just a minute, but um, when we come back, I'm going to open up the phone lines and start taking some phone calls. When we do readings for listeners, what do you need from them, and what types of readings can you do with for them over the phone? Oh, I can do psychic or mediumship readings. As far as what I need from them is is, is nothing. I don't need like a name or you know, a picture or anything like that. I, if they want to connect to a loved one, um, I do want to say I have no control over who comes forward. So I always say, you know, keep an open mind because maybe you want to hear from dad and then grandpa is the one that's coming forward. So, you know, again, I, we don't have control over that. It's whoever has the highest message of healing at the time. Is and, the one that'll come through, and not only that, but these um, when we do these readings uh, on the radio show like this, they're quick, and uh, you know, there's not a lot of time involved, so it's a little more difficult to, um, you know, yeah, ma- to really get into yeah. the, the healing message. But that that's what I try to do is is especially with the quicker readings, I just try to give you know as much evidence, memory, and message, the healing message, because that's why they're coming forward in the first place. And and when when you uh, do these readings, if somebody listening or somebody who that calls tonight uh, wants to actually contact you for a more thorough reading how can they do that oh they can either go to my website um and there's a contact form and they can contact me straight through there and of course the website is erica the one more reminder that uh, i want you to go to youtube and search for jv johnson find jv johnson that's the channel we stream live on with this program plus there's a, a lot of other great information there and other bonus content and if you subscribe and then hit the notification icon you will be alerted when we do things like this in the future so that's a great way um to be in touch with what we've got going on here on the program. Erica's website is ericathemedium.com. Erica, you ready to take some of these calls? Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, let's go to uh, our good friend from Rhode Island. This is TJ. TJ, you got through. Welcome to the program. Oh, I love it when you always introduce me this way. I think I want my own theme music now. (laughs) I'm going to have to find a good song for you, for sure. Yeah, basically, no, just that the trumpets from the Ten Commandments will do. That's fine. That would be appropriate. That works. (laughs) (laughs) Yesterday's show, a quick aside, I liked it with Dr. Hansen, and I'll tell you, I think Rabbi Getz was lying about seeing the Ark. He just wanted to somehow get a reason to go back in the tunnel. Well, you know, my question, my question was, uh, you know, if uh, I can't remember when he said that was being done. Was it the late fifties, early sixties that he was? Was that? Yeah, when it was, he was before the. Uh, it was uh, before the uh, unification of the city. Yeah. So under the. Whenever that was, he he must have had cameras with him. It seems like he would have gotten a picture of something, you know, right? Yeah, this was done to try and make sure he could get back in yeah. there sometime, and this would be a good reason to, like, get people to back him in, in doing that. But yeah. anyway, yep. I don't want to keep that. We've got to keep this line moving. You can explain the skepticism and everything. Uh, Erica, nice to meet you. Early happy holidays to you. Belated Thanksgivings to both of you. Hope it was a wonderful holiday. I'm going to shut up, keep the line moving, and you can hit me with whatever you <laughs> You got. So, Erica, so you know, TJ um, is a um, healthy skeptic, 
um, and has been, he, he often calls when we have a medium or a psychic on the program, and he's looking for uh, some answers. So what can you tell him? Oh, it's so nice to meet you, TJ. Um, Same so here. I, I just want to say this, too, also, and I just want to put this out there for anybody, but I always tell people as a medium, it's never my job to try to prove someone wrong or prove someone that what I'm doing is correct. You know what I mean? Because I think that it takes away from, you know, why we really do this. So, but anyways, I just wanted to say that before we get started. Um, so how it works for me, TJ, is I get letters, I get numbers, I try to focus on the uh, any kind of memories, but most of all the healing messages that I get from the spirits that have crossed over, okay? So okay. do I have your permission to begin? Yes, please do. All right. Thank you, honey. Okay. So as we were talking earlier... Um, I started to get actually a gentleman that was pushing forward in spirit. Um, he actually is a really, really strong presence. Uh, he, I feel like he's coming to me through your father's side. I feel a paternal side connection with him. Okay. I also get um, an, impres- excuse me, an impression in my chest area, and I feel like his passing would have a connection with, like, chest, heart, lungs area. Um, I feel that through my clairsentience, so I feel that, like, right in my chest area. Um, I also get the feeling with this gentleman that he has a, okay, so I'm like six feet tall, okay? <laughs> so I'm like super ginormous. And I I see this woman that's with him that is very petite. So to me, petite is definitely like to my shoulders, but um, he has a woman with him that uh, he's showing a connection to. He just said, I'm with mom. Um, he also gives me the connection to a generational name. He's telling me that there is a, uh, like, there's either, like, a junior or there is, um, like, a name carried down as a middle name, first, middle, or last name. He also is giving me um, an S, first, middle, or last, for himself or someone that he's directly connected to. He's also giving me the connection to the number eight or the month of August being significant for himself. And I feel like this could either be like a birth date or anniversary of passing, but I feel like 8 or August is significant uh, connected to him. All right. He also is giving me, oh, sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> no, I said, all right, I'm just, I'm just saying, okay, I'm trying to listen. Okay. The connection's a no, little no, no. hinky, that's all. What did you say? The connection is a little hinky, as you can tell by not hearing me as well, I think. I know. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> no, honey, it's not your fault. And I'm skeptical. I'm not judgmental. Believe me. I want no, to believe, no, like no, the poster in Fox Mulder's office. I totally office. understand. Um, okay, so so actually this gentleman, um, he's giving me a connection to, like I said, father, father-grandfather side, actually. I feel like this gentleman would have been um, over the age of 60 when he passed or somewhere right around that time frame. I also feel like personality-wise, He's got kind of like a dry sense of humor, but he's also a man who, um, he's got good morals. He talks about family, like family being everything. Um, He also shows me, uh, like, working at a very young age and having to provide for a family that was larger. So I wonder if he actually comes from a large family or if he has, like, created a large family, like, after he came here, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, He also tells me that he has a younger gentleman that's with him in spirit as well that passed a little bit more sudden and unexpected accident or accidental. And I'm feeling like I kind of want to say that this person takes some responsibility for their passing. Um, I feel like, but I'm not sure if him and this young man are blood connected. I just feel like this other young man is here because you're here. So 
I'm feeling with this young man, accident, accidental. He's showing me some responsibility that he's taking with his passing. He also is showing me a strong connection to the letter J. So sometimes with J, it could be like G or J because I hear that like clear audiently. And like, you know, like the name like Jerry can be like G or J. Yep. No, <laughs> so I no. Yeah, both. I understand. <laughs> Um, and I feel like I want to say it like 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 with an accent. So, <laughs> but so but anyways. And then this gentleman also shows me the number three, the month of March, with three children. I do feel like with this other gentleman, that's with the grandfather, paternal side figure. I feel like he kind of went before his time, is what I want to say. Um, and I do feel like there is a connection to under the influence as well with him. Now. Do you understand any of these people so far in spirit? I'm having a tough time. It's the height that's the, nobody I in the family is that tall. That's why. It's, no, she said she was. she said she was six feet. Oh, you're not tall. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. And, and there was but somebody I mean, petite. It's, it's interesting. No, the mar the the number three is is significant. Um, I got to say that 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 one sticks out at me if it's coming from the paternal side. Yeah, definitely. So three March, three children, and also the month of August, the number eight is significant as well. Um, sometimes if I get a number, sometimes it's like an amount of children, but I don't think it's eight children. <laughs> no. But, <laughs> no, 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 no. Like okay. <laughs> All right. Well, no, I appreciate it. Was it this is interesting to me. I mean, it, it, you, there are some hits there and everything, but I want to, like I said, keep the line moving. The lines are filling up. I'm going to go and, and let you continue. But um, I, I'm definitely, this is impressive. I wish I had more time, but let's keep it going, and I will call back the next time uh, there's something which is always interesting on this show. Aww. Trust me, it's always it there. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you nice so much. Nice to meet you, too. Happy New Year. You know, one thing I wanted to mention about TJ, because uh, you made a comment uh, about not having to prove yourself. He's not looking for someone to prove, you know, prove anything yeah. he's just looking for someone to uh connect in a way that is very meaningful for him he's been looking for that Absolutely. for a long time he and he's he's very sincere in that search so and it sounds like you hit oh, a few, he's so sweet yeah. no he was so sweet yeah it sounds like you hit a few points for him there okay let's go to Aww. greg in lafayette colorado hey greg welcome to the program hey thanks for taking my call thank you for calling and thank you for listening you're on with erica hi, hi greg erica. it's so nice to meet you thank you so much for calling <laughs> Um, so Greg, as soon as I heard your voice, I started to kind of feel, feel tingly and starting to connect with a loved one for you. Um, so right away, I actually feel a connection to a woman who, um, she also is connected to the name Mary. So either M Mary for her name or someone that she's directly connected to. She does feel like she's connected to you through maternal side. She also shows me the connection to the number four, the month of April, or four children is significant for herself or someone that she is directly connected to. <clears throat> I actually feel like with this woman, um, she would have been close to you in this lifetime. I feel like with her, um, I feel like a big, like she's really excited that you're, that you're calling. She's really excited <laughs> to talk to you. Um, as soon as I saw her kind of like walk up in my, you know, like in my clairvoyance, <laughs> uh, she kind of like embraced me. And I feel like that goes to show what kind of personality she has, like just this warmth with her. Um, I also feel like with Miss Mary, she would have passed uh, later in her life, actually. Like, so over the age of 60, over the age of 70. Um, <clears throat> 
I also feel like with her passing, she tells me that her physical body would have been in pain. I feel like it would have been um, very difficult uh, at the end, just meaning like uh, physically. I feel like um, she actually suffered from an illness, and I feel like she would have dealt with this illness more than once. Do you understand who I'm talking about? I believe it would be my ex, one of my girlfriends, Mary Showman, uh, from Minnesota. And um, she passed, though, in her 30s, um, but she passed uh, uh, in pain. Um, someone hurt her. And, uh, okay. But, okay, let me just, I, I'm so sorry for your loss with, your, with Miss Mary, but I have to say, I'm um, not saying that your, your ex, Miss Mary, is not here and we're feeling her energy as well, but I kind of feel like this woman, I want to place her maternal side, I want to say like mom, mom side, mom's mom, um, and I feel like she would have passed over the age of 70. Okay, I, I'll look at that. Um, thank you. Well, I'll, I'll pray about it, and I bet you she'll come. She'll come into my dreams in the morning, I bet. No, no, <laughs> I'm sure. But I, I feel like this woman is connected to the letter M. So it could be Mary, it could be Marie, it could be um, not her name directly. So that's what I always try to explain to people. It's not just, yeah. they're not just talking about their self, they're also talking about other people in spirit with them. Um, I also feel like there would be like a short name for this woman that's coming forward, like Elizabeth, Betty, Dorothy, Dottie, something like that as well. Um, do you understand the number four reference on mom's side? So four or the month of April? Because they're telling me that that is significant for either birth date or an anniversary of passing. April 4th, Mary. Um, fourth, April, um, that's Aries. Um, I can't think of an Aries right now. No, um, no, that's okay. They're just showing me four April, four children. They're showing me connected to mom's side. Um, this woman would have passed with, uh, she does show me like a terminal illness, actually. Um, she also makes me feel like towards the end, she would have been very forgetful. She would have been forgetting the way, uh, kind of like her train of thought. Because as I'm talking to her, I feel kind of like off of it, <laughs> also my, with her. My mom had, uh, there was four of them, and uh, so it could have been a sister, but I'm not, yeah. You said there was four of them? <laughs> there I believe we go. there was four of them, yeah, mom four and the two sisters and a brother. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So um, do you understand the connection with, uh, like, kind of like starting to lose your memory as well? My memory's not getting be- so good. <laughs> Mine either. Uh, no. Mine either, Greg. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. That's okay. I just feel like somebody has like the onset of Alzheimer or dementia. And you, I feel are you like saying, this Erica? I'm sorry to interrupt, Erica, okay. but are you saying someone now or this person coming through to you is referencing either they had that or, or someone that's with them had that? They're referencing either someone that's with them that mm-hmm. has the dementia or Alzheimer's. Okay. So I feel okay. like I'm talking to what feels like mom and grandma on mom's, obviously yeah. mom's side. <laughs> mom was Gladys Lorene, and uh, her mom was uh, Nona Armstrong. Miss Nona. Now, with Miss Nona, does she have, um, did she have, like, the memory loss? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, she, yeah, she did have that. 
I believe. And I feel like, I feel also with Miss Nona, like her daughter, she would have had a daughter that would have helped care for her. Um, I feel like the reason why she's coming forward, though, like I always ask them, like, okay, so I'm glad that we established who we have, but like, why are you here, right? So I feel like she's talking about some division within the family, and I feel like she's talking about her children. She's showing me that there was some kind of division in the family after passing, and she's kind of she's kind of like upset about this. She's kind of, um, and especially with us coming so close to the holidays, it feels like the holidays aren't the same. It feels like they're not, people aren't coming together the way that they used to. And I feel like that's why this grandmother is coming forward. I feel like she's telling someone to make an effort and she's referencing the letter D name as well. And I feel like the D could be like a D kind of feels maybe like a masculine name. It could be like Donna or David or Daniel, but she's talking about making up with the D name. And she makes me feel like, um, again, there was some kind of division after her passing with siblings. And I feel like it has to do with like monetary or material, something like that as well. Well, thank you so much. I'm so grateful for your gift. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'm 66, so it'll come to me. You, I, I really appreciate your gift, and this show is awesome. Greg, thank you so much for oh, calling. Thank and, you, Greg. And that's part of it, too, Erica. Sometimes it doesn't register right away, right, right, right? And then later, you know, you'll be thinking about it, like, and then it'll start to make sense. It, 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 oh, absolutely. it happens that way When sometimes. I go and get readings myself, I always, like, record it, because then afterwards I'm like, wait a minute, she said this initial and this and this, and right. I didn't put it together. So right. I understand. All right, let's go to Teresa. Teresa's in Kansas. Hey, Teresa, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. You're on with Erica. Hi, Miss Teresa. How are you doing? Oh, wonderful, wonderful. I'm very surprised I got through, but I'm excited, yes. Oh, I'm so glad that you got through. Thank you so much. Um, so, Miss Teresa, as soon as I kind of connect into your energy, I, I'm also a psychic as well, so I do a little bit of both. Um, I feel like with you, there's definitely a maternal side there's a maternal side female that's stepping forward for you. Um, I do feel like she is someone who was very close to you, especially whenever you were younger. She showed me a connection to the letter A, first, middle, or last name. I feel like the A could be like an Anne or something like that because she gives me the feeling like it's some kind of generational name. So a lot of times whenever I'm doing a reading, Spirit uses what's called my reference library. So the women in my family all have Anne passed down. So she shows me that it could be Anne or it could be a passed down generational name. Um, would you understand a woman in spirit that has, uh, she makes me feel like there's more than one person that would carry this name. Yes, yes. It's not Anne, but yes, there is. Okay, yeah. perfect. See, sometimes it's like, okay, it's either the name or it is, they're using my reference. So what she also tells me is that she would have been very close to you, especially um, as you were younger. I feel like with her passing, um, I do feel like it may have been kind of what I like to call like long and stretched out, which is more so a symbol for me that just says that this person did battle an illness is what she tells me. Um, but she tells me at the very end, her illness would have escalated very quickly. So I do feel like she would have um, dealt with this. And as I'm looking at her, I'm like smiling. I'm like, oh, my goodness, you're not sick. <laughs> There's no way you're sick. But I feel like she would have carried it very well is kind of what I feel like. 
She's also showing me the connection to the number five, um, and that could be for the month of May uh, for herself or someone that she's directly connected to. Um, she's also giving me another M as well, so M, first, middle, or last name for herself or someone that she's directly connected to as well. Um, <clears throat> but she's telling me that she wants to talk to you about, like she's telling you that there's more of a need for something more psychic-wise in your life. And I feel like there is uh, some issues with, like, relationships. So this could be, like, love relationship. This could be, like, family relationships. But she does kind of take me into that direction. Um, and she tells me that there are this, this kind of feeling with you of overgiving. And that's very common, you know, uh, with people who are very empathic is what she's showing me. So you're definitely very sensitive to other people's energies and you kind of get into these relationships with people who take a lot from you. And she's kind of shaking her finger and telling you to speak up and to, um, to basically set boundaries, which is what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> um, so would you understand what she's referencing um, in regards to relationships? Yeah, yeah, I do. Good. Good. I know who you're talking to, and I know, and and I really appreciate it. Well, it sounds like, yeah, sounds like it affected you very uh, deeply, Teresa. So, thank you for calling, and I'm glad Eric could could do that for you. This is Diane, I believe. Diane, are you in in, uh, Missouri? Where are you, Mississippi? Mississippi. Well, welcome to the program. You're on with Erica. Hi, Diane. Thank you so much for calling. It's so nice to meet you. (laughs) Um. So, Ms. Diane, uh, as soon as I connect with your energy, I actually get um, a male that's stepping forward in spirit for you. I do feel like this gentleman, um, I feel like he is connected to you through what feels like dad's side. Um, as soon as I connect with him, I get that kind of feeling I will with my dad. Um, I get that. Uh, so, this, this gentleman feels dad like a dad. So, do you understand a gentleman like that in spirit for you? Like a dad? Yes, ma'am. Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Could you speak up, please? Oh, okay. I feel like this gentleman is is um, father or like a father. I feel kind of like that. Um, as soon as I connect with him, I get that. Uh, the same way I would feel with my dad is basically how I want to say that. <laughs> I get this kind of like warm and this deep understanding. Um, I also feel like with this gentleman... Uh, there's definitely a sense of pride with him. I feel like this man would have worn a uniform um, or connected to someone in a uniform within this lifetime. He showed, So uniform for me could either be like military, firefighter, or police. They just use that symbol for me. Um, I actually feel like with this gentleman, uh, there's a connection with maybe even like World War II is what he's showing me. And he's showing me uh, maybe even like Navy, Something like that. So do you understand a gentleman like that for you, a paternal side figure? Uh, Not really. Okay. So he shows me um, uniform, Navy, World War II. He's also giving me the connection to the name either like George or John. It's like a G or a J sounding name, first, middle, or last for himself or someone that he's directly connected to. He also gives me the number five or the month of May, a significant, or five children. He also tells me that there, he gives me my symbol for having a generational name as well. 
so there's somebody who's named after him or carries his name down as a middle name. I also feel like this man would be a great-grandfather if he were here today. I feel like he would have multiple generations that are after him. I also feel like you would have been close with this gentleman as well. I feel like he, um, he keeps on saying daughter. So do you understand a father or a father figure in spirit? Um, not right now, but I will think about it. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, okay I'll say it like this. Is, <laughs> your, is your dad passed? <laughs> My dad, yes, but the uniform and all that would not be him. And that's that's totally fine. So I feel like there is a dad, and then he also has a group of people with him. So whenever they give me information, it's not just about themselves. So would you understand a man that would be with your dad that would be, there is a Navy or a World War II connection with a gentleman that is connected to your father? Not right now. You're going to have to think about okay. that one, Diane, right? Uh, give, give it some yes. thought because it might come to you later. All right, uh, Erica, we've got a, uh, before we go back to the phone lines, a question from our chat room. Uh, one of our chatters asks, why would the dead care about the living to begin with? Oh, well, actually, that's a good question because from what I understand, once we, once we pass over to the spirit realm, we are actually, there's, what I've been shown by spirits, there's actually like classrooms there and we have to go through our life review. We have to go through other lessons. Um, so I feel like part of healing once we're over there is by settling things with the people that we loved while we were here. I feel like once we pass, we actually stay within, um, each other, stay within what's called a soul circle. So these healing things, these messages, it's important not just for them there, but also for us here. So it's to help us continue going. So I feel like that's why they come forward. I feel like that's why they care so much is because love doesn't die and they still have to grow there. All right, let's jump back to the phone lines. This is Sheila. Sheila's in Ohio. Welcome to the program, Sheila. Hi, thank you. Hi, Sheila. So nice to meet you. Hi, nice <laughs> Thanks to so meet much you. for calling. <laughs> Okay, Ms. Sheila, so I actually am kind of feeling, uh, like, I, I don't know if you were listening before, but I also, I, I do a little bit of psychic and medium, so I'm actually feeling like with you, there is, uh, there's actually a connection with relationships with you, so they're, they're showing me relationships and question marks. <laughs> um, I also feel like there is a, there's also a gentleman that's stepping forward for you as well, Um so I kind of want to stay with the, uh, I want to give you the option. Would you like to stay with the mediumship or would you like to go with more of like the psychic kind of stuff? Because I felt really, really pulled to that with you initially. I thought the psychic was the mediumship. Well, she oh can do God. either. Let she me can just do, tell you. Yeah, she can do either. I can do either. And like with psychic, it's more like your physical world stuff. So like love, career, financial, things like that. Um, and then with mediumship, mediumship, it's connecting. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to talk over top. But what did you say? Um, I'd rather have the mediumship, I think. I told okay. everybody to come to you. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. I was going to say, because I got, like, a group of people, but then they kept talking about, like, relationships. So, all right. So let me let me connect with this gentleman that's stepping forward. Um, 
Okay, so he also has a lady that's here as well. So there's a maternal side grandmother, and there's also a paternal side gentleman that's also stepping forward as well. Um, and I don't want to overload you with people because I'm telling you, when you said you sent everybody here, I definitely see it. There's also a gentleman that is stepping forward that is connected to you through spouse, former spouse, or long-term relationship. So I kind of, like, have them in different areas and categories. <laughs> um, okay. So anyways, so let me see. So the gentleman that – I feel like the gentleman's going to stay with me and come closer. I feel like he's connected to a letter C person. So C, first, middle, or last. This could be for a, uh, like, Charles or Catherine or Carrie or Kelly or something like that. But he shows me a strong C or K kind of sound, first, middle, or last person he's connected to. Um, I also want to say that this gentleman, uh, he does make me feel like a father figure. He makes me feel like um, or like a father. He also tells me that his passing comes on, um, I do feel like he has an illness, but I feel like the passing comes on uh, fairly quickly, actually, with this illness. Um, he's also telling me that he didn't get a whole lot of time to really say what he wanted to say to people, um, to his loved ones, but he tells me that his loved ones were able to kind of talk to him. So he does tell me that he would have passed maybe, uh, or he would have actually crossed over um, where people were talking to him. I also feel like um, he keeps on saying something about daughters. So do you understand a gentleman uh, in spirit that would make sense with this? It would make sense if it were not a C or a K. Um, no, he's directly connected to a C or K person. So this could be first, middle, or last name. Um, and, and if the initial doesn't make sense right away, that's fine. As long as the situation makes sense and we've identified that male, then I can pull through his healing message for you. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, okay, perfect. Okay. So, thank, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, there's a little bit of delay when we're talking to you here, so, so sorry if we're talking over each other. Sorry, Sheila, but thank you for the phone call. We have to move on because we're running out of time here. Let's go to Audrey in Topeka, Kansas. Hey, Audrey, welcome to the program. Hey. Been a long time since I caught the show from the beginning. Well, thank you for doing that tonight. You're on with Erica. <laughs> I know. Erica, I love your laugh. Oh, you know what's funny? When you were just laughing, I was I was like, oh, my God, you sound like me. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you, Miss Audrey. <laughs> and thank nice you so much. You. Um, so, Miss Audrey, would I, I'm going to give this option to you. Would you like me to connect um, as a medium or would you like me to connect as a psychic for you today? Because I can ask psychic questions or connect to loved ones. The medium. Although the first four callers, you had something in there that (laughs) I connected with also. It was kind of And you know what? Isn't that funny? And you know what? And this is a really good point to say this, like, openly, is that that actually happens. Like, whenever you do gallery readings, it's called piggybacking. So it's a way for you to go message to more than one person. So that's beautiful. Okay. So let me just get rolling. So you actually, I'm going to kind of talk fast. So I apologize if I don't check in. I just know we're running out of time. (laughs) So... So there's a woman that's stepping forward. Um, I want to say that she is connected to you through maternal side. I also do get that letter M again, first, middle, or last. She's also telling me that there is like a, like a Mary Ann or like a Margaret Ann, something like that, where like the name goes with uh, 
kind of like the first and middle name kind of like rolled together is kind of what she shows me. She also shows me the connection to the number three, the month of March or three children is significant. I also feel like with this woman, um, she shows me her physical health declining, and then she also shows me family members assisting in some way with her uh, towards the end of her life. She shows a lot of gratitude for this. She's also saying something about daughter. She keeps on saying, my daughter, my daughter. She also tells me that uh, there's a small child that's with them in spirit, um, and I feel like it's maybe not directed, directly connected to you. I feel like this small child actually is uh, connected to another family member, but she's, like, holding this child. It's a baby. Um, she's also telling me that um, I want to say that towards the end of her life, she had, she says she doesn't mean she has a good life. She had a good life. She says that she had a very full life. She also shows me she wants to talk about the July birthday person or the number seven, so July birthday or number seven. And she tells me that, um, she says that she's so thankful for this person. She also shows me, like, some kind of event uh, connected with this person. And I feel like this may be, like, a birth date or an anniversary or a wedding, some kind of significant event that would have happened after her passing. And she's making a special recognition for this. Um, do you understand who this woman would be? Um, no. No, I don't. Okay. But, um... Okay, who, a lot you know of the who other the July names, birthday person is? Dorothy, Dottie, Jerry, all that from the beginning. That that makes sense to me. But um, no, this okay. I, I don't. And Marianne, then do you know no. who the do you know who the July birthday person is, or uh, whatever no. significant in July? Uh, no. Mm-mm. Going to have to give okay. that one some thought, Audrey. Um, sometimes it takes a while for it to make sense for you. Um, we have to move on. We've only got a couple minutes for the last people, uh, two people that have been waiting on hold here. This is Janelle in Leon, Kansas. Hey, or is it Leon? Leon. Leon, Kansas. Janelle, welcome to the program. You're on, on with Erica. Thank you. Hi, Erica. Well, hello, Ms. Janelle. It's so nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. And thank you so much for waiting. You're so sweet. Okay, so, Miss Janelle, I actually, um, oh, wow. So you have this woman that just kind of popped up in my view, um, and she's smoking. <laughs> and that's okay. I, I'm a smoker. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so she just popped up in my view, and she's smoking, and she's telling me, she's like, um, I feel like her passing would have been, kind of like missing my, like one of my closest friends, but this is definitely a family member, but I just feel like the bond between her and I feel like maybe it's you. Um, I feel like it's heavily missed and the smoking thing I feel like is, is really significant with her. Um, would you understand who I'd be referencing for that? Miss Janelle. And I kind of feel like I'm talking to, it feels almost like a, like a mother figure. So if it's either like, it could be like a sister that's like a mom, but she just feels like um, it almost feels like a friend because of how close the relationship is. You still with us, Jenna? You still there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Unless, unless she is trying to tell me I need to quit. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, I, I do. I. I do feel like the smoking thing is, like, a really big deal. And, like, she even shows me, like, this, um, like, oxygen mask. 
And, like, she shows me that uh, she just, she makes me, like, have a lot of constriction in my lungs area. Um, she also tells me that she is connected to um, an R person as well. And I feel like the R could be uh, like a Richard or something like that. It does feel like Richard or Robert. It could be um, it, she's directly connected to this person. She also tells me that um, she talks about some things going on in your life. And I feel like this has to do with like maybe like career. Um, it feels like career financial, that kind of direction. Um, she talks about some, some like hurdles that you were dealing with in that area. Um, and I get the kind of feeling with her, like, I really wish I could just pick up the phone and talk to her. I wish I could just vent to her and tell her, you know, all these issues that you're dealing with. Um, but what she tells me, she shows me, like, I don't know if there was like an injury or something like that, uh, with you or someone within your household that maybe affected financial stuff, but it just feels like there's some kind of like big that happens and then everything kind of uh, has to get rearranged or redone. Do you understand what I'm talking about? RB herself? It could be for herself or someone that she's directly connected to, yep. Janelle, you're going to have to give that one some thought for us um, and hopefully (laughs) it'll make sense. We've got time for one more quick call. This is Rebecca in Florida. Rebecca, welcome to the program. We just have a couple minutes here. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, Rebecca. How are you doing, honey? (laughs) Um, I'm I'm, sorry that we're running out of time, but I wanted to, um, would you like to ask a direct uh, psychic kind of question? No, everything you've been saying is directly related to my best friend, Minta, with an M, and my mother, um, who was a smoker. Every person you've talked to is related to my mother and my best friend, who I have been begging to talk with. Okay, give me one second. So your mother, the M, and she's like the best friend that you're... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me one second. Mm -hmm. Everything you've said is my mother and my best friend. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And which one is the the one that has to put the oxygen mask on top of their head? My mother. My mother. Okay. Because I... Oh, my God. I just got... She died of lung cancer. She was a smoker. I apologize. And sometimes when I do these, like, really fast things, they're like... Everything I've been listening to, my God, every person that's called in. Wow. It's it's bits and pieces of what... Oh, God. Anyways. That's um, amazing. That is amazing. Okay, let me just just give you... uh, Let me just tell you. Okay, so do you understand that this whole thing about, like, career or finances or some kind of injury, something that really changed the income... Absolutely. <laughs> See? Oh, yep. my gosh. And I feel bad for the last person because I don't think she heard me. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> this message is hitting. So, okay, perfect. So she talks about this, and I feel like I, I just missed so much that I can't just pick up the phone call and er, pick up the phone and talk to them about it. Um, what they're also talking about is either, like, an older child or someone that lives in the home that's not, like, contributing in some way and not helping the way that they should. And I feel like she's, like, waving her finger, and she's like, you know, you need to speak up and tell them to get off of their – I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on this, so, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on the radio. Can't do that. Um, we have about 30 seconds left, Erica, just so you know here. Thank you so much. Okay, honey. So – 
So she's talking about whoever this, uh, it almost feels like a teenager, but I don't feel like it's a teenager. I feel like it's like a grown adult. Close enough, um, close enough. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. And she's telling me that you have to use your voice, you have to speak up. She's also telling me that within a three timeline, so three weeks, three months, I don't think three years, but I'm feeling by March, there's going to be some kind of financial increase that's going to make things a lot smoother, um, a lot smoother at home. And she makes me feel like uh, it's going to be like kind of smooth sailing from there. And she tells me that she gives you uh, a couple different signs. One thing with her is definitely the smoke smell. <laughs> uh, but she tells me that I don't know if like you smoke too, because she's like, oh well, she's, she she doesn't really catch the the change because it's already there. <laughs> but, okay. Rebecca, thank you so much for being Sorry. patient on hold and, uh, and 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 waiting so long. We appreciate that. We're just simply out of time. Erica, thank you as well. Uh, once again, let people know how they can get a hold of you if they want to uh, have a private session or find out more about your work. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um, so, yes, yeah, so you can actually find me on my website, so ericathemedium.com. I also have a Facebook page as well, which is um, Intuitive, Intuitive Medium Erica, and it has my website for my contact form and all of that. Um, and I do, I do in person, over the phone. I do it over Skype. I do gallery, which is like a big group of people. So, um, and I also do shamanic healing as well. Terrific. Well, again, thanks for being here. It was a treat to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Tomorrow night, we've got Scotty Roberts in the first part of the program, then Anthony Hamilton returning to the show, the second part of the show. He is an author and a life coach. He'll show us how to improve our lives by upgrading our brains with easy-to-use mental tools. That sounds like something I need to pay attention to. So great show for you tomorrow night. Of course, Friday night will be a best of, as it is every night on Friday night. Not every night, just every Friday night. And uh, don't forget to go by YouTube if you haven't found the YouTube channel yet. Search for JV Johnson. Please subscribe to that channel. And hit the notification icon so you're aware of what we've got going on as we uh, you know, bring bonus content or we stream live. Or you can also take advantage of all the back episodes of Beyond Reality Radio that are there. So that's going to do it for tonight. We appreciate you joining us. And again, Erica Marks' website is ericathemedium.com. If you go there, you'll get a lot more information about her work. Plus, you'll find uh, ways that you can contact her for individual or private sessions. That's, uh, that's easy to do right on ericathemedium.com. Thanks for being here. Beyond Reality Radio is hosted by Jason Hawes and J.V. Johnson and produced by Alexandria Johnson and Slick Eddie Edwards for Intercom Radio. Beyond Reality Radio is distributed by Westwood One Radio Networks. Stop by our Facebook page and say hello. Follow the hosts on Facebook as well. For Jason Hawes, follow at JasonHawes.Taps. For J.V. Johnson, follow at JVJParanormal. If you'd like to be a guest on Beyond Reality Radio or you have a suggestion for a guest, contact Slick Eddie Edwards at SlickEddieEdwards at gmail.com. Be sure to visit our chat room as well at beyondrealityradio.com. Thanks for listening.